Entrepreneur on Fire 901. What are you waiting for? Tickets to a rocket ship? Visit freepodcastcourse.com and prepare to ignite. Make a lasting first impression with unique business cards from Moo.com. Moo's range of top-notch paper and exclusive design templates make it easy. For extra wow, try Printfinity. Print a different image on every card. Stand out with Moo.com. Looking for an automated investment service that helps you rebalance your portfolio, reinvest dividends, and maximize your after-tax returns? Wealthfront is ready to serve you. Fire Nation, get your first $10,000 managed completely free by visiting Wealthfront.com slash fire. Fire Nation, the countdown has commenced. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Dushan Babich. Dushan, are you prepared to ignite? I certainly am, John. Thanks for having me. Yes. Dushan is the CEO and co-founder of Device Magic. Device Magic is used by customers around the globe, including the Clinton Foundation, Lego, UNICEF, MIT, and others. So Dushan, I just gave Fire Nation a little taste of what you have going on right now. We're going to really be getting into your journey in a few minutes here. But first, we're going to dive right in to what I like to call the one-minute mindset. This is going to be five questions, five insights into your mind, Dushan. So number one, ideally, what do the first 60 minutes of your day look like? Okay, so ideally, and this is not always the case, but it would be coffee within the first 60 seconds <laughs> and exercise thereafter, probably an hour or so. Wow. What kind of exercises are you doing? At the moment, I'm quite into Olympic lifting and uh, powerlifting. Um, but yeah, I've always done a variety of sports, but those are the ones I, I try and do at least you know three, four times a week. Do you listen to podcasts while you're working out? You know, I actually don't. I do <laughs> do <sometimes>. Sean! <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, it just proved too difficult to kind of perform those movements with, with headphones in. And I try and use that as a proper meditative break. There so, you go. That can be good. Yeah. I can totally understand that and, and you know, kind of breaking yourself off from the world. But I will just say a quick side note. There are some amazing new headphones out. I can't think of the name right now, but they just wrap around the side of your head and they're Bluetooth and they go right into your ear. So they're almost like wearing sunglasses backwards. And so there's no wires. There's none of that powerful stuff. Dushan, what's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? I would say uh, my educational background is engineering. So I don't tend to be a very good marketing person or I don't think about uh, those things naturally. So to me, that's yeah, self-promotion, marketing, understanding, messaging, copy, that kind of thing, I'd say is my biggest weakness. What's your biggest strength? Because I'm technical, yeah, I think I'm a good technical founder. I can code. So analytics and engineering just comes naturally. So you know, I can work my way through complex problems like that. That'll never be a concern for me. Uh, but obviously, the caveat is that you know, marketing and some of the software aspects, I don't do as well. What's a habit that you wish you had? Being, you know, bootstrapped, mostly co-founder, I do tend to do a lot of things in a lot of places. So there's quite a bit of procrastination on things that I determine to be less important, like travel bookings. So I'm frequently doing these sort of things at the last minute. And I do wish that I would be a little bit more forward thinking and, you know, crossing off things to do that I know I don't have to really think about. 
I do tend to leave those to the last minute. Powerful. Well, now just take about a minute and tell us a little bit more about what you have going on and you know where you're at in the world and then end with the one thing that has you most fired up right now. Well, actually, I've just recently moved from uh, Johannesburg, South Africa to Raleigh, North, Car- North Carolina to run Device Magic. Uh, this is my second proper startup. And um, yeah, so I'm here full time now. So that's quite a big change. I'm obviously very excited about Device Magic. And, you know, we've got a great product, a great team, really exciting market that's in probably single digit penetration for mobile forms. So there's just a lot of things to be excited about there. Now, did you say you moved to Raleigh, North Carolina? I did. Yeah. yeah. So started Device Magic out of Johannesburg, South Africa, actually, and uh, been building the business. And yeah, finally, it was time to, you know, we have a U.S. office. It was finally time to be on the ground here. And yeah, so I made the move about a month ago. Now, of all the places you could choose, what brought you to Raleigh? Well, actually, I met a couple of founders of, I suppose, other web software as a service businesses at various conferences during my travels in the US. And there are quite a lot of cool, innovative companies that are based out of the area. I mean, it's got Research Triangle Park and there's some big established businesses with offices here, but there's quite a lot of entrepreneurial stuff going on too. Uh, Adzerk, Shoebox, just to name a few, uh, Sharefile, which was bought by Citrix, came out of this area. So I definitely think the area punches above its weight. And there are a lot of other things for me, you know, being on the East Coast made communicating with our team back in South Africa a lot easier, getting in and out of the countries easier because it's on the on, on this coast. So a number of practical things like that, but there's just a lot of talent coming out of uh, Duke, UNC, NC State. So I think there's a lot of boxes of ticks. <laughs> I love that phrase, the area punches above its weight. I can definitely tell, Dushan, you're a weightlifter. Or you're just kind of into those kind of big aggressive activity sports that you like to do because that's a phrase that obviously came from that area and uh, it clicks. It makes sense. And Fire Nation, what I want you to be taking away from what Dushan's telling us right now about his move to Raleigh, he went to conferences. He got out of his comfort zone. He didn't just stay in South Africa and do everything virtually. He went out, he met people. He saw where people in his niche, in his industry, were doing cool things. And then he went there. You know, for SaaS, Raleigh proved to be great. You know, if it's going to be something different, maybe it's San Fran. Something different, maybe Dallas. Something different, maybe San Diego. But you're not going to know unless you get out to those conferences, engage, build relationships, find people who are doing what you want to be doing right now and find out what they're doing and where they're at and and how you can become a part of their inner circle. And Dushan, you've given us a little glimpse of your journey. I mean, there's obviously a lot more to it and that's what I want to get to right now. So take us to what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moments. And Dushan, I want you to tell that story. Take us to that moment. I want to feel like I'm there. Go. Go. Well, this is probably quite an easy one for me because the net result of this moment was having to tell my best friend's father that the million dollars invested in our startup basically had to be written off to zero. So I would that, that's the quick high-level summary. And then obviously the backstory I can I- expand upon. Uh, and take us down startup. to that ground level, right? Okay, sure. So um, this startup was probably 2005. We... My co-founder and I uh, set out to build this business, which was a developer tool. And at the time, it was the the smartphone ecosystem looked completely different to the way it is today. 
At that time, Symbian and Nokia smartphones dominated the world market, probably at about 80% share. And Microsoft was very, very strong with developers. So we were providing this tool and platform that let you use Windows and Microsoft tools to write applications for the then dominant Symbian Nokia smartphones. And, you know, that was, it seemed like a great idea at the time. It took a long time to build out that product. It took a lot of funding and we were building it out of South Africa. And eventually we got to the point where we had this product finished or at least a, a solid version two that was, you know, very useful, usable. We had customers, we had started to achieve some early revenue and then, then the iPhone got launched and probably, for the first couple of months, there was a bit of denial out of Symbian and Nokia about how significant it was. And at the time when the iPhone launched, it didn't have an app store. So there was sort of speculation about third-party apps. But it quickly it became clear that the stronghold that Nokia had in smartphones was quickly going to become eroded. So although you know we built a product and we succeeded in that phase of it, the business case just kind of evaporated over the next 12 to 24 months. And at some period of time, we just had to say, look, it doesn't matter how, how much better we execute or there was no natural pivot we could do. We just, we just made a big bet that didn't work. And it made more sense to then, you know, say to our investor, the remaining money, you know, we have, let's just return that. We just can't see how this business can, can go forward. But it's still a you know, pretty, pretty big hit. So, Dushan, I want to talk with Fire Nation now about this for a second because this is something that's an ever-living fear of all entrepreneurs in any industry. For you, what happened? iPhone came in and crushed the landscape. And no matter what industry we're in, Fire Nation, no matter what landscape we're in, no matter what niche we've chosen, there's always this opportunity for this to happen in a different area. I mean, who knows what's going to be that next thing to replace the podcast? I I surely don't right now, but I know that I'm going to try to have my eyes wide open for when that happens one year, six years, 10 years down the line, whenever that might happen. And there's a great book, Dushan, by Seth Godin called The Dip. And in that, he says, you know, sometimes you just got to keep forcing through and, and push through that tough times in the plateau and the valley to get to that success. And, you know, sometimes that is true. You know, Nokia, you said, was blind to the fact. Maybe they just said, you know what, this might just be a dip. We're just going to push through and we'll see success on the other side. But at the same time, Fire Nation, the only way to get out of a hole is to stop digging. And Dushan, from what I can gather, you chose the latter as the correct move. You chose to stop digging in this hole, to stop wasting your most valuable resource, time, energy, resources, money, into something that you saw was going not forward, but probably backwards or at the very best standing still. Would you agree to that and speak to Fire Nation on your thoughts? Well, I think if there was any opportunity to return some of the capital to the investor, that is what we should have done. But the only way we could really achieve that is by some kind of pivot or maybe being able to license or sell the IP. And we explored those options. You know, We wanted to recover whatever funds we could, even if we could only return 10 or 20 cents on the dollar invested, we should at least try that. But yeah, basically, we were open and honest and said, we don't th- see a future for this. We'll recover what we can, but you know, then we want to move on. It's in nobody's interest to continue. And yeah, I mean, the only thoughts I have is I've obviously spent a lot of time since then thinking about what was the bet we made wrong or did we not look at the information correctly? And I suppose you could argue that there were some signs that made the bet risky, but we, we determined this risk acceptable at the stage of the lives we were at and everything else taken into account. But 
there's a lot of you know winners bias. So this is like the story of if you make a big bet and it doesn't work, this is what can happen. Right. And I mean, it wasn't like you, you know I still have a very good relationship with that investor. Um, you know, my friend was best best man at my wedding, and they appreciated like we worked our butts off. It wasn't that we were messing around or something. It's just that the market changed very quickly and and caught us off guard. So I think that is still a good relationship. But it, yeah, I mean, if I perhaps if I wasn't doing everything and really working hard and then he would be quite disappointed about the way it turned out. So Deshaun, let me cut in here. What I basically want to wrap it up with this section is you lived to fight another day. And Fire Nation, sometimes that's what we need. You know, we need that fighting chance. So be willing to pivot, be willing to to change directions and always, always, especially with those people who've invested in you, be open, be honest, be transparent, do the right thing by them. Don't ruin those relationships because they can end up being incredibly valuable for you down the line. And plus the fact it's just the right thing to do. So Deshaun, I want to shift now to another story. And I want you to really get specific time-wise. Take us to a moment when you had an aha moment, an epiphany, a light bulb that went on. You've had a lot, Deshaun, but take us to one that you think Fire Nation will really resonate with. Probably the one that was quite a big epiphany was was with device magic. And um, I don't even know if I gave this background, but we're actually a mobile app that replaces paper forms and paper processes, you know, for things like invoices, work orders, inspection forms for companies that have a lot of people in the field. And we started building that product out probably a year after, a year to two after that first startup failed. And we got to a point where, you know, we'd built the core technology, we were selling it on the web. And we eventually, through a lot of effort, got to, I think we were doing $5,000 a month in in recurring revenue. Um, it's a software as a service product. And at that time, like for the first time, we could sort of squint and see that, okay, we could actually get this to be $50,000 a month with really the same core product and company. We just needed to acquire more customers. And I'd say that's like the first time I realized that in terms of leverage, we, you know, we could get 10x the result and we wouldn't have to do 10x the engineering or 10x the effort. You know, the, the, the sort of early signs of a business machine were there. So that was a huge epiphany for me because, you know, we, at that point, we were, when we achieved that, we were doing a lot more revenue than I ever made in the first startup. So that was kind of a huge deal. What I love about that is your phrase, we could get 10x the result without 10x the effort. So Fire Nation, one focus that I really want you to have is, number one, you have to build that foundation. Dushan could have never come to that epiphany, that realization, without having the foundation in place first. So he worked his little hiney off. You know, He put the nose to the grindstone. He built a great business with a great foundation and a customer base. And then at that point, he could step back and say, okay, where are our leverage points? Where can we achieve 10x the results without 10x the effort, and he could put his focuses there. That's a great place to be. That's where you want to be. And Dushan, that's the biggest takeaway that I got from your aha moments. But break it down for us. What's one thing that you want our listeners, Fire Nation, to walk away with from that light bulb that went off in your mind? Well, the outcome for me or the takeaway for me was you've only got to just focus on you know the next phase because I can tell you at that time, or well, shortly before we were doing $5,000 a month, we were excited because we had one customer paying us $100 a month. And I remember at the time thinking, this is when we just started out with, with a web model. And we, you know, we were thinking, like, does this customer know they're paying us $100 a month? 
are they are they are they seeing their credit card bills? Because that was a huge deal for us. Like they, they were paying us that amount of money, and it can be quite. You can get despondent if you're trying to imagine how are we ever going to get to be a million dollar business or a ten million dollar business. But you know, just try and focus on what it takes to double or get to the ten x. Because that you can kind of imagine and realize what you need to do to affect that change. Fire Nation, a lot of great takeaways here. And I hope it's kind of liberating too and a little freeing to know that you don't have to sit down and plan out the next 10 phases of your business, especially in this day and age. Things are changing so quickly. The landscape is always evolving. It is ever evolving. And if you're sitting there just spending so much time, energy, and bandwidth on phase four, when you're only at phase one, you know, by the time you get to phase two, phase four may not even be a goal of yours or even attainable because of things that have changed in the marketplace. So I love that, Deshaun. Just focus on what's in front of you on that next phase. Crush it. And then it's time to focus on that next phase above that. And Deshaun, we are about to enter the lightning round, my friends. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Ready for an automated investment service? It has arrived. Wealthfront is an automated investment service that makes it easy to invest your money the right way by monitoring your account 24-7 and automatically rebalancing your portfolio, reinvesting dividends, and working to maximize your after-tax returns. Wealthfront software manages your money using investment strategies that were previously only available to the wealthiest investors. Plus, Wealthfront charges only 0.25% per year, less than one-fourth the cost of a traditional investment advisor. Fire Nation, Get your first $10,000 managed completely free by visiting Wealthfront.com slash fire. That's Wealthfront.com slash fire. Wealthfront Inc. is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are offered through Wealthfront Brokerage Corporation, member FINRA and SIPC. This is not a solicitation to buy or sell securities. Investing in securities involves risk and there is a possibility of losing money. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Please visit Wealthfront.com slash fire to read their full disclosure. Tired of handing out the same old snoozy business cards everywhere you go? I get it. It's tough to stand out from the crowd when you're at an event or conference with hundreds, even thousands of other people. Moo to the rescue. Moo.com offers you a platform to create a business card that's truly unique. They've got a variety of styles and design templates to ensure your card will stand out from the rest, including everything from mini cards to triple thick luxe cards. I can hear their voices now. Wow, what a unique card. But more importantly, that unique card is giving you the opportunity to have a lasting impression. Want to take it to the next level? Moo also offers you the ability to put an image or text on every card with printfinity. What? Now that's epic. Ready to stand out with rich, thick, lovely business cards? See and feel the difference with Moo. Visit Moo.com to create a business card that's as unique as you are today. That's M-O-O dot com. Dushan, welcome to the lightning round, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds great. Let's go. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? You know, actually not much. I, I did that right out of college and I in fact started one or two businesses in college. My father did say he didn't think it was a great idea to jump straight into a business, but I can't really say that anything held me back. What is the best advice you've ever received? So there's this funny saying that we had in engineering at college, which was um, nothing is so bad that it, that it can't get worse, which uh, I find pretty funny and uh, maybe cynical, but... um. <laughs> 
Yeah, it just sort of reminded me like, okay, as bad as this sounds now, let's make sure it doesn't get any worse. Yeah, like I could lose all of my fingers and never be able to type again. <laughs> yeah, it is very cynical, but um, it also reminds you that, okay, it's not so bad. It could be 10x worse, and then you'd really be panicking. So this is not going to kill you. Dushan, what's a personal habit that you do have that you believe contributes to your success? Well, I think it contributes to my success, but um, I do try and do a lot of physical activity and get you know good eight hours sleep um, and try and be a bit rounded in, in my lifestyle. I think in the first thought, I, I was very willing to just you know burn the candle at both ends and, and compromise on, on health. And I don't know that that always was uh, net positive in the long term. So now I've tried to be a lot more disciplined about saying, you know, you've got to sleep, got to eat, got to exercise properly. Like that's the core things you have to do every day. You can't trade those off for work for more than two days. You know, if it's an emergency, you do it for two days, but you, you can't just have two weeks go by where you, where you didn't exercise. That I want to view that as, as important as the other two. And I, I try and do sports that I, I suppose force me to drop everything that's going on in my mind. So it really is half an hour to an hour of, proper break from work. I can't really think about work whilst I'm performing those sports or exercises. Absolutely. And to a point you made at the beginning of this question, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's never a net positive to work both ends of the candle. Never. Maybe in some circumstances, it's a net positive in the short term, like you said, for those two-day sprints, but it's never long-term because Fire Nation, that is not how our body is going to be able to continue to support ourselves in day-to-day living. It needs that seven plus hours of sleep. It needs the right foods going in the body. It needs that fresh air and, and to get that exercise. This is part of the core of what we are as humans. And remember, that's what we are first and foremost, above everything else, above even being an entrepreneur, believe it or not, we're human beings. Treat your body well. Do you have an internet resource, Dushan, like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? Yeah, I'm quite a fan of Zapier, um, which is a product that lets you connect various web-based systems together. So, you know, beforehand, maybe you were scaling your expense receipts with a certain application, but then you wanted those to be in QuickBooks and then you'd have to manually export. So Zapier is like a bit of cloud middleware that allows you to take data from one web system and then insert it into another or, or vice versa. So there's a whole lot of scenarios you can construct. They've got hundreds and hundreds of applications. So literally, you know, your imagination is the only, only, only limiting factor. And uh, even with, with device magic, that's something we do where, you know, you can take a expense receipt that you scan in and I'm not very good at the expense receipts. You scan those in and then have them automatically, say, put into Dropbox in a big collection of all your, your receipts and then also have a line item potentially in QuickBooks. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and Why? Well, I'm a huge fan of uh, Guy Kawasaki, Art of the Start, which is a book. It's, it's pretty thin. I don't think any entrepreneur can say it's going to take too long to read that. But it's just really, really clear and concise about getting started and, and how to approach almost anything you're starting from the ground up. It's not just web businesses or internet businesses. And it's, it's modern, though. It's written recently. But I think he's just a great author, really, really amusing to read and really on point. Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. Deshaun, this next question's 
the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would start an online business, but probably the first step would be start building an online audience. I think these days it's become easier and easier and cheaper and cheaper to build those kind of businesses with Amazon, the amount of free and open source tools you have and learning resources. So, you know, before what it cost a million dollars to do and take a year, you can really get down into a couple of months and a lot less investment, if any. So I would do that. I'd start an online business. And, and maybe the first step to there is getting an online following or readership or listenership. Dushan, I want to end today on fire, my friends. So share a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. I assume a lot of your listenership is in the US and that is such a huge advantage. If you can already be living and working in the US, you know, you've got, you kind of, as I think Warren Buffett said, this kind of won the lottery of life. So just, you start with that advantage already there's almost nothing that you cannot achieve and do in this country. So that's like an amazing head start and one that I don't, I don't have and I've come to appreciate what it means to be able to work here. So th- that's what I'd say. Like, it's already a lot easier. You, you've already got so many things in your, in your favor. Luck's played its hand there already. So just make the most of it. And what's the best way we can connect with you? I'm, I'm on Twitter, uh, at Dushan Babich. Our, our company is devicemajor.com. In fact, we'd like to offer your, your, your listeners a three-month, 50% off on any subscription with us if they'd like. Wow. They can just go, they can just go to the standard URL you provide, uh, forward, slash, forward slash fire, devicemajor.com forward slash fire. And yeah, um, I'd love to connect with, with other entrepreneurs or anybody on Twitter. Well, Fire Nation, you know how big I am on mobile. It's in everybody's pocket right now. It's 24-7, seven days a week within arm's reach of your potential clients, customers, listeners, readers, viewers, you name it. Get your voice, your message, your brand out there via mobile. And Device Magic is going to help you do that. So again, that was devicemagic.com slash fire for three months at 50% off. Cool stuff, Dushan. Thank you. And Fire Nation, you know this. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with Dushan and Dumas today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Dushan, and that's D-U-S-A-N, so like Susan with a D, in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up. And Dushan, thank you for sharing your journey today. Fire Nation and myself, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. It's been great, John. Thanks for having me. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at 99designs. 99designs helps you start and grow your business with affordable, professional designs. For logos, websites, and even product packaging, 99designs matches you with expert designers worldwide. Get a $99 upgrade of services free at 99designs.com slash fire. That's 99designs.com slash fire. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Also, if you're an entrepreneur who's prepared to ignite, visit thefirepath.com 
where your passion and our guidance unite. See you there.